This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. This is day three of the Rio Olympics, and so far Canada has two medals, thanks to 16-year-old swimmer Penny Oleksiak of Toronto. How many more will we win? We hope many more. What sports offer our best chances? Our sports specialist here at Zoomer Radio, one of them, anyway, Naz Marchese of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour Sunday mornings here on Zoomer Radio joins us now. Naz, great to talk to you. Great to talk to you too, Jane. How are you? I'm really well. I'm enjoying the summer. I'm sure you are as well. It's nice and warm, hot on some days, and and feels very much like the Summer Olympics. Did we expect Penny to have such success at such a young age? No, we didn't, and it's surprising. And she's got a great future. She's only 16 years old. Yeah. Uh, they uh, develop swimmers, uh, women's anyway, is around 26, 27 years old. So she's got a big future ahead of herself. So we, this was not expected. She she kind of pulled this out of her hat. <laughs> well, she's a she's a an Olympian, and she she she's probably gotten better and better as time went on. So she may have expected it, but we we as a nation didn't. That's for sure. Does she have? Uh, does she swim with anybody else who might do the same thing as her? Are there other Canadian swimmers we can expect to see medal at the Rio Games? Uh, I, I think there's a couple of uh, people, a couple of swimmers that are uh, that are in contention there, but most of the, the most of the eyes I have on the, on the Olympics is the team sports, and they're, they're, there's a rugby game going on today at 1:30. That's very important, right? Yes, um, and uh, they're playing. Canada's playing the women's rugby semifinal against Australia. Right, and they're, and they're ranked number one. And we're ranked number two, so it should be a great match. Women's Rugby Sevens. Why do they call it that? That's a good question. <laughs> did I stump you already? You did, you did. <laughs> well, we know it's rugby. I mean, it's fairly, it's traditional rugby, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, maybe, you know, if you're listening along and you're quite intrigued by this sport and how our Canadians are doing, as or excited about any of what's going on at the Rio Olympics, and I know the excitement kind of builds, especially when the country you're supporting starts winning medals, give us a call, 416-360-0740, So the rugby team, the women women's rugby team, did not start out well at all, and they kind of pulled it around. They they didn't do very well against Britain, but they had a great match against France, right? Yeah, no, they beat Brazil uh, the the game before. I think it was thirty five nothing. They've they've done very well, Jane. They they've uh, they're they're in, they're in contention to win the gold for sure. Yeah, they play Australia. Sorry, they play and Britain Australia. and Britain plays New Zealand. That's correct. Um, so on Sunday, um, yes, that's right. They had a 15-5 win over France. over France. And then they beat Brazil the day before. Right. But then they had a 22 nothing loss to Britain earlier in the day. So that, yes. was, that was a rough go for them. Yeah. But overall, now, they're in the semifinals. So what are you expecting to happen? Well, they beat Australia the last time out, 29-19. So they, uh, they have a shot at this. They have a real good shot at this. 
And I, they, they're going to, if they lose, they play for the bronze. But I expect them to win this game today. So this is a medal for sure. This is a medal for sure. Okay, and you mentioned you're excited about some other teams as oh, well. The one I'm really excited about is the women's basketball team. Yes. They have Kia Nurse, who is a 1996 born. Just think of that, 1996. She's barely 20 years old, mm-hmm. and she's the star of the team. Wow. That she is- comes from a good family uh, of athletes, yeah. Darnell Nurse, her brother, plays for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've heard about Kia before. Did she? Pl- she wouldn't have played in the 2012 Olympics. No, no, she was too young. Right. This is her first Olympics, and she has a great future. Like the U.S. team that's ranked number one has only one player that's born in the 90s. Canada has seven that wow. were born in the 1990s. So, what do we expect from these ladies? Oh, I, I see a medal. I see a medal. They beat China, who was ranked one ahead of them uh, in the first game, and I really do see a medal. Okay. Pat from Toronto, you're on Fight Back. Jane for Libby, go ahead. Hi. Uh, I just want to tell you guys what sevens mean in rugby. Oh, bless you. Thanks for calling in. Okay. It's uh, two seven-minute halves, uh-huh. and it's just seven women on either team. Oh, Okay. As simple as that. Very, very short games, very fast moving. You have about half the players as a normal rugby game. And, Pat, you'll be watching today. Uh, I'll probably be working, but I'm going to be working at the Glassstone Hotel. Hopefully they have a TV on. <laughs> oh, very good. I'm sure that they will. Well, thank you. Are you excited about any of the other sports? Are you, you know, are you... Um, I've been watching uh, the diving. It was pretty good yesterday, but uh, I, have been, I did watch every single one of the uh, sevens there. Yeah, uh, it was very exciting to watch Canada's women play so well. Oh, it is exciting! Thanks so much for calling in and giving us uh, the answer to that question. <laughs> Not a problem. Have a good one, guys. Yes, you too. Now, Canada's tennis team—we've got some big players. Naz, um, we've got Eugenie Bouchard, who's been a little iffy over the last year or so, but she, she has. But she, she's she's been playing a lot better the last month, though. Yeah, she now she has been talking about her mental game as well because there's there's no doubt the woman has pure athleticism and skill, but a lot of her struggles have come, and admittedly so, with her mental game. Yeah, she's got to cool her, tem- her temper a bit. She's uh, smacking rackets uh, on the on the on the tennis court after a bad uh, volley or something. She she's not disciplined yet, but she'll get there. She's a young kid still too, you know. She's, That's right. You know, 21, 22 years old, right? Yes. And then we've got uh, Vashik Pospisil, who's 25th in the world in men's singles, playing with uh, arguably the best men's doubles player of all time, Canada's Daniel Nestor. Isn't he amazing, Daniel Nestor? Yes. Wow, he's been around a long time, and he's still competitive. He absolutely is. What What do you like about that combination, Vashik Pospisil and Daniel Nestor? Well, I like the experience of uh, Nestor. He brings a lot to the table. Pospisil's had some su- success in the past, but uh, Nestor is the key to that uh, group. And I think, you know, uh, being a big tennis fan myself, I just saw Vashik play at the Rogers Cup here in Toronto. He lost against Gail Monfils. But he's young as well. And, I mean, he had taken Gail Monfils to a tiebreaker in the first set, lost it, and then just fell apart, six love. So you wonder if he suffers a little bit from the same problem as Jeannie Bouchard does, just that confidence, that that feeling good about your game and staying positive. Yeah, that, that, that's for sure. Uh, the, the women, I think Bouchard might win a medal here, Jean. She might win a medal. She's, she's got the capabilities of doing it. 
You think she can? Uh, she would match up against Serena and Venus at some oh, point. Oh yeah. <laughs> on, on a, on a, look, Andy Murray played uh, doubles and lost yesterday, right? Yes. And he won his singles. But anything can happen. And then, look, uh, Djokovic, Djokovic lost in his tennis match, right? Right. In the Olympics. So anything can happen, right? And do all the singles players have to play doubles in Rio as well? I think they do. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. We want to hear whether you're getting excited about Team Canada. 416-360-0740-1-866-740-4740. What, did you, what do you think so far as uh, how Rio's doing in hosting the games and their opening ceremonies? Uh, I expected all this uh, turmoil, but I haven't seen any of it. It's, it looks like it's running pretty smoothly, considering, right? Yeah, well, it was a beautiful opening ceremony. Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. Now the other one I got to bring up is uh, the soccer team with Christine St. Clair. Yes. She is she is probably the the most dominant athlete of any sport in Canada. Christine St. Clair, yes. men or women. She is a phenomenal player and that's exciting to watch too in the Olympics. Still the captain of the team. Still the captain of the team. She's going to pass Amy Wambach for all-time goals. She's got at least 3-4 years left and she has 30 goals to get and she's going to pass and pass her and be the all-time scoring leader in women's soccer. Now, Christine, she she learned a lesson in 2012. Recap that for us, Naz. She learned a lesson when she, uh, well, she they basically beat the U.S. that that day, and uh, she criticized the officials, I guess. Yes. Is that what you're putting? That's what I'm referencing, yeah. yes. Yeah. And uh, so that I mean that they received a penalty for that, and I mean it really comes. There's just no good that can come from criticizing officials. No, that's true. That's true. But she's one heck of a player. She's one heck of a player, and and, and the leader of that team. Now, uh, do you want to talk about some more team sports here, or there are some individuals? Why don't we get to the individuals? We'll take a quick break. I'm late here for my commercials, and I want to okay. get to these calls on the line as well. 416-360-0740, You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Who are you watching at Rio? Who are you cheering on from Team Canada? 416-360-0740-1-866-740-4740. On the line with us is one of our sports specialists here at Zoomer Radio, Naz Marchese of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. On Sunday mornings, you guys still doing your thing every Sunday morning? I hear you when I'm in the car. We sure are. And this week we have Tom Hankey and Pat Gillikin. So fantastic! Yeah, from the Blue Jays. Yeah, that be an exciting show. Yeah, and if we have a little bit of time left here, this half hour, I do want to ask you about the Blue Jays. Uh, we're talking about the Olympics. Uh, we were speaking about some about some of our teams, our team sports. Uh, we didn't mention the men's volleyball. Oh, that was a big upset against the U.S. Yes, yeah, I think they won their Olympics with that win. They they did what? They won their Olympics with that win. That's a huge upset. Yeah. So now, and where it came did they from? Nowhere. Right. It came from nowhere. So and that yeah, I was reading that wasn't that was not expected at all. No, not at all. So does that mean? Did, was that beginner's luck, or do you, or do they have a uh, chance? No, they they play these guys competitively all the time. But uh, they had their they had their number that yeah. uh, that game. That's 
pretty well lit. Now, I have a feeling that Canadians will be watching Andre de Grasse en masse when he runs track this, this, this Olympics. That should be exciting. This kid is unbelievable on so many levels. Yeah, he's 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 uh, looks like he's in medal contention. I don't think he'll beat the top guy because he's he's hard to beat. But uh, I, I see a medal there, a potential medal there for sure in the one hundred meters. Yes, right. Uh, and he'll be up against. Uh, well, I mean that's always the the Americans, the Jamaicans. Yes. Will he make Bolt, it? Yeah. Bolt, will be, Bolt is an unbelievable athlete, and still is. Still is. Still is, still is. Does he have the potential, Usain Bolt, of, of setting another record? That guy is uh, a, a real star in his field. For, he has been for a long time, and I, st- and I think he's got more to go. Yeah. He's uh, an amazing athlete. He absolutely is. we got is. Rosie McClellan also. Right. Let's she's talk about her. Now, now she's Naz- a King City native. She's 27 years old. Yeah. She was the only gold for Canada in 2012. Trampoline gymnast, the, she is just an exceptional athlete and performer. What do you see her doing this time? Well, she, she just won her last meet, which was about a month and a half ago prior to the Olympics. So she's a favorite to win a medal again. Yeah. And uh, she, th- that was, uh, they have, uh, uh, Richmond Hill produces, Richmond Hill Club produces all these trampoline athletes. What they are they doing? Do- they, that's the best coaching is out of a place in Richmond Hill. I'm not sure what it's called, but they, they produce all these trampoline uh, people, athletes. Right? That's the place to send your kids, I guess. That's the place. Yeah, <laughs> right. and you know, it's it's funny. We talked about we we spoke about dedication uh, on yesterday's show, right? These these kids, uh, these athletes, they get up at four in the morning to train every morning for mm-hmm. three or four hours a day, seven days a week. They sacrifice everything. They have to love it, right? It, the parents can't be the ones who love it. They have to love it. They have to love it, yeah. Yeah, they have to drive the bus. I, You know, I remember, like, on a much lesser scale, but I remember when my daughter Jamie was training for her black belt, she, for, for Taekwondo, she was dragging me to the gym. And I thought, this is the only way this is going to happen. A kid has to be the one who's driving the bus. Yeah, that's for sure. And it's incredible the amount of dedication these kids uh, and these athletes put in, put in the it time they put in. The endless hours. Well, you think about this young lady from the beach, this swimmer, uh, Penny. Uh, what's her last name? She's incredible. Penny Oleksiak. I'm telling you, she's going to be a household name. Well, she, as of today, she's a household name. Penny Oleksiak of Toronto, 16 years old. Uh, just to go back to her for a second before we get on to some of the other singular athletes, does she have further competition? I would think so. I think she has a couple of more left. Yeah. 416-360-0740, We're cheering on Team Canada. We want to know who you are going to watch. Andre de Grasse on the track for sure. Um, we're also looking at Adam Vancouverden. He he does an incredible job, Naz, as yes. a kayakist. Yes, he's a veteran. Uh, been there, been there before, and always, uh, all, always in contention for a medal. Yeah, and this this is likely his last year too, right? Yeah, this will be his last year. Yeah, yeah. He said he's retiring after this Olympics. Damian Warner in the decathlon. Do you know yeah. much about him? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, 
He's uh, he's finished in the in the top four of a lot of of the world championships. He was, uh, and they have a and they have a high jumper too. That's uh, yes, you know, I, I can't recall his name. But Derek he's, he's, Derek Druin. Yeah, that's uh, Druin. Yeah, and he's in contention also. Fantastic. He went up to twenty medals. This, this time around. And that that's more than what we were anticipating in the beginning, right? Yeah, that is more. They were anticipating between 10 and 15. But mm-hmm. I believe they'll get to 20. Well, it certainly was impressive when all 314 of them walked out um, during the opening ceremonies. Yeah. And the women's soccer team had their own... Uh, had their own... Uh, thing because they weren't uh, at the village because they had played a soccer game. So they had their own uh, get-together. And we also have these uh, Fab Four divers. Rosalind Rosalind Fillion, Jennifer Abel, Megan Benfado, uh, and Pamela Ware. They're expected to do very well uh, for Team Canada as well. Yeah, it it looks good. It looks good. And I think the medals are going to start flowing in in the next couple of days. We'll start to see more and more as the, as the time goes on. 416-360-0740-1-866-744-740. There was, I mean, you were still hearing a little bit about this, that there hasn't been the kind of hype ahead of this Olympics that there's been in previous ones. Do you, you wonder if that's in part due to the Russian athletic scandal, the doping scandal. Yeah, the Russian athletic scandal has something to do with it, but it's also the actual uh, Rio de Janeiro location, right, with all yes. the problems they, they said they were having, right? Yes. With the water, with all sorts of other things that are that are uh, that are part of this Olympics, and uh, that's probably the negative part. But it's building now. You can tell people more and more people are tuning in and. They're watching and listening. Yeah, you start to hear a little bit more of that every day. You know, oh, what what what's happening on TV? What what channel is this on? Or the uh, people like to watch their the sports that that touch them. You know, the the gymnasts. I mean, we all remember um, as Canadians being young people in 1976 when Nadia Comaneci got her string of tens. That I mean that for me. Thirteen the, years old. Oh my goodness! Was 13 that? Thirteen years old. That wasn't was that remarkable. incredible? That was incredible. Thirteen years old. Can you imagine a thirteen-year-old young girl? And that was happening here in our country. And we all sat as kids across the country, as teenagers, just watching this. Our minds blown collectively at this young lady. Yeah, and we were cheering back then for Greg Joy. We won our only medal. It was a silver medal in in the high jump. Right? Oh, good memory. Yeah. And uh, yes, how go ahead. Have come, come forward for Canada in the Olympics. Yeah, that, that that really puts it in perspective. John in Hamilton, you're on Fight Back. Jane for Libby. Uh, what would you like to? Who are you watching at the Olympics? Well, I'm watching Canada, of course. Yeah, uh, but uh, the rugby in particular. Uh, the women's rugby right now, and the men's rugby will be on later, uh, I guess, in the week. But uh, Canadian men, unfortunately, didn't qualify for that. Now, I think rugby has been... I just turned on the show just a few minutes ago, so I hear there was some comments about rugby. I just wanted to add that rugby in Canada is probably not that well known, and yet the Canadian women's team are ranked in the top four in the world. And that is an amazing achievement. It really is. I mean, it's, and you, you look, if you want to compare similar sports, the, the Canadian women are so much better at soccer than the Canadian men as well. Yes, yes. 
Yeah. Well, the thing about the, the top four in the world in rugby is it, Canada are going to be up against um, who are they play Australia yeah. at one thirty, right. half an hour, and uh, the other semi final is Great Britain and New Zealand. New Zealand rugby is the national sport. Yes, <laughs> it's practically the religion. Australia <laughs> rugby is huge. I'm, it may be the number one sport. I'm not too sure. And of course, in Great Britain, uh, England and Wales, Scotland, they've always been known for their rugby. So for Canada, such a minor nation in in terms of the numbers of people playing rugby, for the Canadian girls to be ranked with up for them and now in the semi-final it's just amazing John do you have any um, prognostications about what, what's going to happen today with these two matches hard to tell Canada has beaten uh, these teams before uh, so it all depends on they, 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 they won the gold medal in, um, in the Pan Am games they have been number one in uh, world champions I think one year they, they, they actually beat England or, or lost in the final, I'm not too sure, a couple of years ago. So they are definitely capable of doing it, and they have a pretty strong team right now. So, uh, you know, they lost to Great Britain in the, in the, the last pool game, but they have beaten them before. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, Australia didn't look that super strong against, um, against, I think it was France, and yet Canada beat France. So now I think uh, Canada has a very good chance, very good chance of a gold, and uh, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? Where are you going to be watching the games today? Well, I'm, I'm at home, actually, but yeah. I'll be watching it on, on TV. Oh, very good. Well, we appreciate you calling in. I think, yeah, there's a, there's a groundswell excitement happening with this whole women's rugby seven thing. So thanks for calling yeah. in and, and voicing your enthusiasm, John. Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay, have a great day. And Nash, thank you as well. Uh, You're just, welcome. Just very, I've just only got about a minute left here. No uh, let's do a one-minute chat on the Blue Jays. Love to. Tampa Bay Rays in town tonight, three-game set. Jays one game back of the Orioles in the AL East for first. Thoughts as we move forward? Well, it looks like the, the softer part of the schedule is coming because they're playing California. Uh, they're playing Houston at the end of the week. Uh, yep. sorry, yeah, Houston at the end of the week. And they're slipping a bit, too. So it looks like they have uh, they can gain some ground here in the next couple of weeks. Oh, fantastic. I, re- I, I, think, I think the Jays will, will end up winning this thing by five games before it's done at the end of the year. Okay, that's that sounds good to keep me. Keep the roof, keep the roof open because they have a phenomenal record with the roof open at the Rogers Well, it just it feels it feels more real. It always feels yeah. more artificial when the when the <laughs> dome is closed. Yeah, no, it's going to be some some exciting baseball in the next couple of weeks. And if we could just kind of eke out a, a lead over the Orioles, the Orioles they they they're not losing. Yeah, they're not losing. Uh, they don't have a – see, the Jays have a great home and away record, whereas Baltimore plays really, really well at home and not as well at, uh, at, on the road. Right. So I'm looking, I'm looking at that changing a bit. And Boston, I think, are right out of it because uh, they're, they're, not, they're not together on that team. And uh, I think it's Baltimore and Toronto. Those are the two teams. Right on. Okay, Naz, say hi to Wally for us. I will. Thanks, Jane. All right. Naz Marchese of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, Sunday mornings at 9 here on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. 
Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.